So hi guys, how are you? Hi Jenna, thanks for having us. All right, Hello. thanks. So we're here in the beautiful Seattle. We're at the Court Conference, and I'm here with JJ Upberg and Robin Naples. JJ and Robin are willfully participants in our new faculty development podcast that you all are listening to. And when I sent an email out and said, hey, who wants to record? These two immediately said yes, that they wanted to come and talk about mentorship. But you guys have known each other for a really long time. So around how long have you guys known each other for? So yeah, so um, I was a student under Jay, even though I thought he was a resident. Um, So I've known him since 03. I just looked that young. Yes, amazing. And then we worked as colleagues starting in 2008. Yeah, and then she left you. She abandoned me. To go across town. (laughs) And I still talk to her. So I know these guys because uh, we have a really great alliance in Philadelphia. We have a group called DARLA. I have no idea what DARLA stands for, but it's basically all the Philly programs, and then you guys are kind enough to invite us down in Delaware into your functions. So it's the Delaware... Delaware Valley Area. Area Residency Leadership Association. Wow. Which we made up out of nowhere, and we're not actually an association. I mean, we, <laughs> we are loosely associated with each other, but we are not incorporated or... There's no money. Yeah. We just all meet at a conference. We just wanted yeah. an acronym to stop saying all those words. <laughs> so you guys had decided to uh, that you wanted to talk about mentorship and that that was a topic that was of interest to you and of your to your faculty and something that you might want your faculty to know a little bit more about. And I was just saying a little bit ago, like I really struggle with mentorship because I've been to so many conferences and I've sat in so many mentorship lectures and I often come away with it knowing in theory what a mentor is supposed to be, but then not really feeling like I have any. So can you guys talk a little bit about what, what it means to you? I have likely been very in a very similar position to you, having gone to so many faculty development sessions, and I feel like it is very much stressed as being a woman in medicine, the importance of having mentors. Mm-hmm. But I find that the great relationships that I have have not come about as is often the prescription of how I'm told I'm supposed to get a mentor. I hope that there is some benefit to those listening that you don't have to necessarily see what is presented to you at a faculty development workshop about what a mentor is. And that's not exactly how it has to look. And it can come from different ways or be what is a mutually beneficial relationship between you and a colleague that really allows for advancement and and a lot of growth, at yeah. least for me. When I feel like you go to the conference and they say, find a mentor. Like, it's so easy to go find somebody and be like, can you be my mentor? And they're like, yeah, that's what you do. You just go up to people and you say, be my mentor. But like, I, I don't, that feels weird to me. I don't know. Does it feel weird to you guys? Or people done that to you? Yeah. Well, I would say that, you know, over the course of my career, I've kind of gone through a number of mentors um, and that relationship changed a lot over the course of my career where uh, when I first came out of residency and I and I got to Temple I was kind of assigned a mentor you know my boss thought that you know here's a guy who seems like you know he's interested let's get somebody to just like you know mentor. wind him up and point him in the right direction and and I had a really great kind of mentoring relationship we kind of had a will you be you know will you be my mentee will you be my mentor you had that conversation we did he was it was kind of assigned to both of us but but we were both very happy to get involved you know I still have a great relationship with him but 
our career interests differed. Since then, I've had a lot more informal relationships, and most of that comes from just getting involved in collaborative work, and that kind of turns into a friendship, turns into somebody who doesn't mind you coming to them for advice, guidance. But I think that the hard piece there is when you're really friends with someone, there are times you have a conversation about career stuff or about what you're doing. And Robin and I have had a million of these, but it's friendly and casual. And sometimes you have to identify that like, okay, you know, sometimes we'll have a conversation where one of us says to the other, okay, I really need your opinion on yeah, this. And yeah. and the implication is like, this Don't is not the nice. time for us yeah. to joke with each other. This is the mm-hmm. time for us to give an honest to goodness opinion. So I, I think that those mentoring relationships have come about different ways. So you kind of identify JJ. When you think of like him and you're like, we've had such a great mentoring relationship, what is it about that relationship that's been so uh, important or maybe not important, but so effective for you? So I think our mentorship relationship has, has evolved also. As I alluded to, I came on as faculty in 2008. Um, and so our relationship now is nine years, gosh, 11 years in, right? So, so we have had a a long lasting work relationship. And I think as my roles have changed, I think our relationship has grown in that and has changed. Um, So I think that has been part of it that has been so satisfying because he has changed his professional relationship with me as I have progressed through. And we have gone more from a, you know, he is, he is senior to me, <laughs> but, but we have gone from what was clearly very much a senior mentor, junior mentor to we're not near peer, but I think we're, we're yes, much closer in mm-hmm. the near peer mentorship relationship. Did you think JJ gives good advice or um, JJ's done what I've done, so I'm going to keep asking him questions or I like the advice he gives me, so that's why I keep going to him or what was it about it? I think it certainly started as a role model. When I grow up, I would like to be like JJ. Um, you can't see this on the microphone, but I'm sure I'm Aww. blushing right now. <laughs> you are. Um. So it, <laughs> this, I think, is where some of maybe that the mentorship faculty development aspects of things that I learned along going to many of these conferences about, you know, close the deal. Like if you if they want you to do something or you go to them with something, don't just ask for help, go with solutions. If they ask you to do something, submit your work mm-hmm. early, complete, mm-hmm. better than what would have been expected and hold up your end of the bargain. And I like to think that I was able to do that and he gave me an opportunity and I kind of think I stuck my foot in the door and then he opened it mm-hmm. as I kind of produced. And he was not only a great mentor, but a great, a great sponsor and you know, asked me to participate in things with the residency. Or if I came to an idea, he said, sure, run with it. Um, Was that um, deliberate, do you think? I mean, you're a nice guy. So, like, I'm sure a lot of people come to you for advice and thought and have lots of ideas, and you've been doing this a long time. So when you saw Robin come in as, like, a junior faculty, or were you like, I'm going to mentor the crap out of her? Or, like, were you – I mean, I don't know. Like, how did that – like, how was it from your end? Yeah, so there's – I think there's two – pieces to that i mean i think that for all of us now i mean we're all program directors so our life is trying to help young physicians get Mm -hmm. to where they want to go um i was always excited about helping anybody that came into the department or knocked on my door but there's 
um, when you when you start to develop that kind of mentor mentee relationship, you know, as Robin said, you know, some people ask for an opportunity and you give them one, and you never see them again. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't finish. They don't do what they said they were going to. They do a half-assed job. They, you know, and other people knock it out of the park. You want to find something else for them to to knock out of the park. And the other thing that I think was really unique is that, you know, people talk about all the time, like, find somebody who's like you yeah. and, and then you can mentor them. But I think what, for us, our skill sets are like diametrically opposite. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, the things that she does super well are things that I don't do as well. But that's also really good. Yeah. Right? And yeah. It, it was really amazing. And that just kind of happens. Like, you don't really know that you make up for each other's blind spots, right? Like, that just kind of organically, yeah. I feel like, happens. Yeah, I think I think it did. But I think it was, in some ways, deliberate. I'm trying to put myself in a junior faculty position. And you guys have junior faculty and who kind of are looking for advice. And I guess what I'm hearing or what I, I feel like has happened in my own life is just that these relationships happen more organically and that... Sometimes, yes, you can seek them out, and uh, if you seek them out and they work, fantastic, but if that's not your personality, you might be re- need to rely on something a little bit more organic, and one of the ways, JJ, that I'm hearing is, like, if you're given a task, do it well, do it better than expected, and that really helps to foster relationships with people, and through that relationship building, you will eventually find your way into mentors. Was that Does that seem reasonable? I certainly think that's what happened in our case and that is it seems always against the we never had the formal right you are my mentor i am your mentee will you put me forward for things it it was never to that to that degree i think that we didn't go about it the way that they say you're supposed to go but I don't about know that it. Any, I mean, do you do you each know people that do go about it the way they say you should? I know of people, and it's so awkward to me, and it just is not. I can't imagine doing it. None of my relationships with people that I've looked to for advice, or the people that have looked to me for advice, have been formal in yeah. that way. Mm-hmm. Um, it does seem that that is more common in the in the research right. world. Mm-hmm. It seems that in the education world, I've seen a lot more of the kind of organic thing and kind of, will you do this with me? I've had a lot more like, you know, hey, let's grab lunch. Jay has been very selfless in promoting me for other activities. And so that is, I think, what takes it away from advice and is truly a mentor Mm, relationship. And I hope you will pay it back to me in protected time when you're my chair. (laughs) (laughs) Co-chairs. So if you think about a junior faculty member who is right out of residency or, you know, in our case, we've got our core faculty. So maybe they've been clinical for a few years and now they're coming into academic faculty standpoint. Like I look at them as a as a program director and think they need mentorship, right? But I don't always know what they need, and I don't always know how to give it to them. And I think, do I assign them a mentor? Do I try and mentor them myself? Do I wait until they come to me and ask me questions and look for opportunities and then see how they do with them? What do you think is the best? Or, or do I just let it be and 
they can make their own world <laughs> as they want to. What is best? Yeah. Well, I, I think you, like Robin, like me, we all live in departments with lots of talented people. You're not the only person in your department who mm -hmm. can give great advice or be someone's mentor. So I don't know that I often find myself going down the hall saying to every person, how can I help you? How can I help you? How can I help you? Um, but, but I certainly am happy to help anybody that asks. And then I tend to find the people whose interests I think I can forward. You know, when somebody does need something that I can't give, the one thing I mm -hmm. can give them is connections. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but that, I guess it kind of relies on that junior faculty member to be motivated in some direction or another, which I find a lot of junior people want mentorship and want a direction, but don't know what direction to go in. And because, you know, it take, we all know, right? It takes time, right? Mm -hmm. You find your way, you dabble over here, you dabble over there, and you finally find your way and you blossom. I mean, what do you say to your junior faculty? You know, I think what is tricky because I, and what I struggle with the most is that I saw Jay. He has fulfilled everything that I would have wanted from a mentor. And You're tried. just lucky. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but right? Like, so God forbid somebody come in and look at me the same way that I looked at him because I feel like I couldn't keep up my end of the bargain to the degree that he hasn't. But with that said, that's uh, what I try that's to. That's just not true. And you know it. But you that's say. what I try. Okay, you two, stop. <laughs> no, no, no. I think that, uh, you know, what, what we can offer people is kind of the, the opportunity to use us. And I think that's incumbent upon us as, as program directors. But they have to take some initiative yeah. to, you know, Ron was talking about kind of sticking her foot in my door. Uh, you know, you can only offer so many times before you kind of move on to right. somebody else. And you can only get kind of half-baked stuff in return so many times mm -hmm. before you say this is not time well spent yeah because sometimes because the vast majority of my faculty is clinical and so we're kind of um always looking at our clinical mix and trying to figure out who potentially might want to be academic if they do how do we mentor them so that when that time comes they're kind of ready um to take on those roles or you know they interview well i am i'm trying to be mindful of showing you the opportunities and being open if you come to me with an idea, mm -hmm. but I won't spoon feed mm -hmm. the opportunities. Right, mm -hmm. because somebody that you have to spoon feed is not somebody who's going to make that relationship an enjoyable one and a worthwhile one yeah. to you. Yeah. And, you know, you said it nicer than I, <laughs> than I was thinking it. Um, but if you're not going to do the work, like you, you have to show the initiative, right? Yeah. Because we're busy people. We're all busy. And I think we all want the best for our faculty and whoever they may be. But, but not, if, you know, there's other things that also have to be done. Yeah. Right? And, and it sounds like your department, I don't know your department as well, you know, our department, it's kind of a show me place. Mm -hmm. um, so for somebody who's at 32 or 34 hours or whatever you call your full time mm -hmm. clinical, yeah, that's a hard schedule. That's hard. That's a hard mm -hmm. schedule. However, you know, it's not a schedule that totally precludes showing a little initiative up front. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, maybe I'm a little kind of straddling the old person generation in that. Um, Give me back my ball. <laughs> <laughs> you damn kids. Uh, that, you know, I. I don't want to see somebody come to me and say, okay, I've been working 32 hours for three years. 
now give me opportunity now kind of now i i want something mm-hmm. but for three years i've been invisible to you right you know i wanted to obviously you know that somebody working 32 34 clinical hours cannot take on massive projects but they can they can show initiative here show, and there yeah. we'll show up to conference when they can yes you know, whatever like, happens to yeah you. show some some yeah. interest along the way and and that i think to a great degree um, gives me some idea of where I want to invest my mm-hmm. energies and, and invest opportunities mm-hmm. because when you give someone an opportunity and they don't come through, I mean, that's on you too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. so you need people who you feel like you can trust and, and depend on to come through. I mean, there we all have failures and they're going to have failures too, but it shouldn't be from lack of effort or yeah. initiative. So to, to recap before I kind of shift gears here for a second is it's easy to be a mentor in some ways, right? So you're just kind of um, keeping your eyes and ears open and uh, being willing to help and willing to guide people. I think it's harder to be the mentee a little bit. Not harder, but I think you have to take more initiative. And I think the program directors are always a good place to go for mentorship because even if they're not the right person, they probably know the right people to get you to. And so I would say if you're, you know, junior or you're looking for mentorship, you know, come with packaged ideas, be ready to take them through, and the relationships will probably, hopefully happen organically along the way. Does that sound reasonable? I think, you know, what Robin was talking about, like, come with a solution. So I'm also curious, and this will probably be a much shorter conversation, but I'm curious about the, your faculty mentoring your residents. So when you think about um, that kind of mentoring, it's a little bit different. And what do you want your faculty, you're speaking to your faculty right now, like what do you want them to know about the mentoring process and the mentoring relationship and what do you, what you want it to look like? You know, I would kind of refine the, the terminology a little bit because I think that in residency, you're not always ready for a mentor advisor as much as you're ready for an advisor okay fair mm-hmm. you know a lot of times it's it's career it's finding a job it's help with you know a clinical you know something you're having a hard time with clinically you know and it's less of a kind of help me shape what my career is going to look like for the mm-hmm. next 10 years it's- and i highly recommend jj as your mentor for all those <laughs> of you listening <laughs> I highly recommend Jacob dot Upberg at <laughs> his Twitter handle is you're going to be very busy is non-existent. Uh, <laughs> don't be neurotic about it, right? Like, there's those neurotic people that are like no, searching those for people mentorship make you everywhere, right. and like they're just like, "Hi, I'm here. I want to be mentored," and like that to me is, I, I think, in our world, right. especially med ed. It's going to happen organically because so many of us know if you're not in med ed and you want to do something else, I, I don't know. You. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is not for you. Yeah. And I think that Listen also, elsewhere. That also gets, though, to write the mentee who's like, I just want to be mentored. I just want to be mentored. Well, like, but in what? Have some, do some right. prep work because, as a mentee. Because if you find yourself as like always the one who's getting shut down is from mentors right. or you're having such a really hard time finding a mentor... That's probably some time for some self-reflection of, you know, what is it? (laughs) It's not them. It is you, right? It's not me. It's you. No, it's really, you know, like. Well, listen, I don't think I can say it any better than that. So (laughs) I consider it a real win to get, yeah. (laughs) I consider it a real 
hoping to get both of you on a podcast. (laughs) I've never uh, been on a podcast before. I'm so excited that you're on my my teeny tiny little. uh, (laughs) But like I said, I'll never listen to it because I can't hear myself. uh, (laughs) We have a whopping twenty listeners. They're all faculty at our place, but that's um, great. But no, gotta start somewhere. We appreciate it, and uh, we might come back for more. So thanks so much, guys. Thanks for inviting us. All right, take care. Bye bye. Bye.